Welcome to the Disrupting Obesity Podcast. I'm Charlotte Skeins, and I'll be sharing ways to regain control over your body and lose an extreme amount of weight naturally. Being fat is about so much more than just the food. It's about your relationship with food. That means that dealing with your weight is about more than just the food too. You have to change that relationship. You have to start disrupting obesity. You don't have to exercise to lose weight, even a lot of weight. I lost 200 pounds with zero exercise. I actually got a sedentary job and moved into an apartment building with an elevator. I know that diet and exercise have been touted as the magical weight loss cure-all, but it's a lie. You absolutely do not have to exercise to lose weight. Is it a good idea? You bet. Necessary? Not at all. Do I wish I had exercised when I lost my weight? Yes and no. Yes, because being fit would have saved me an astounding amount of heartache later on. But no, because if I had tried to lose my weight with exercise, I would have failed. Quickly and miserably. I'm not saying it's the right way, but you need to know that it's possible. Exercising when you're obese is very hard. And I have a tremendous amount of respect for the people who do it. But for every one of them, I know at least a dozen other people who don't believe they can exercise and don't want to. Telling people they have to exercise to lose weight is counterproductive. It scares people off, and it's definitely not meeting people where they are. When someone has been told their whole life that the only way to lose weight is to diet and exercise, and they're not able or willing or interested or whatever in doing the exercise part, they feel like there's no point in trying to work on what they're eating. They won't lose weight anyway, so why bother? If we're super real about it, exercising when you're obese is a nightmare for most of us. When exercise equals humiliation, it's not always something you're keen to do for some reason. Long before I was over 300 pounds, just the thought, just the thought of going to a gym was horrifying to me. And it wasn't just nerves. Like, I was totally justified. Going to the gym carried a super real risk of me completely humiliating myself. And it wasn't that I was worried about other people trying to humiliate me. I felt that way completely on my own. I didn't need help with that. I don't need people pointing at me and laughing or anything really to feel embarrassed and self-conscious. Even if I thought there was a possibility that I could humiliate myself doing something, then I would do pretty much anything to avoid doing that thing. Exercise has equaled humiliation for most of my life. I stop moving, but my body doesn't. It's almost impossible to get down onto the floor and getting back up again is worse And I don't know what I'm doing. I still don't know what I'm doing. So there's a very real possibility that I'm going to hurt myself. And I'm for sure way too embarrassed to ask for help. Always have been. So that's the physical stuff. But below the surface, there's a fair bit going on too. You've got an inner dialogue about how much you like or don't like exercise, how good you are or aren't at it. I have the limiting belief that I'm clumsy and uncoordinated. It's just like the way you talk to yourself about food. You really need to keep an eye on the way you talk to yourself about exercise too. You believe what you tell yourself. So even though you don't have to exercise to lose weight, you don't want to rule it out for your overall health at some point down the road either. But worrying about your fitness level isn't really overly helpful either though. 
It's just one more thing to feel bad about yourself for. And that's the last thing that you want. You want to be building yourself up as much as you can right now. Pursuing fitness will definitely make your journey easier. But beating yourself up about it isn't going to do you any good. So instead of worrying about exercising, focus on movement. And just like the small, sustainable changes you're making to how much you're eating, you want to make small, incremental changes to your movement too. Do what you can and build slowly. Pairing movement up with something you already like is a really good starting point too. Movement doesn't need to involve elliptical machines or free weights or walking or even shoes, actually. Any movement is calories burned. And exercise is relative. They make it seem like you have to be hitting the gym or running miles to make a difference, and you don't. If you're a buck 30, otherwise fit, and you'd like to get down to 112 pounds, you're probably going to need to run or lift or row for the exercise to have a significant impact on your weight loss. If you're obese, that's just not the case. All movement matters. More importantly, muscle matters. Muscles are important because the stronger they are, the more healthy you are. When I got sick, I had no muscle mass to speak of and no muscle tone either. I weighed nearly 250 pounds. I was full of tubes and I had a large abdominal incision from a crash C-section. So moving wasn't really easy either. And I tried to avoid it as much as I possibly could. And then I didn't move because I was too sick. And then I couldn't move because I'd been sick and immobile for so long. I thought muscle atrophy took a long time. I thought you had to lay perfectly still for months and months, maybe even years before atrophy set in. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. 12% loss a week on bed rest. It's so fast. I didn't move for nearly two months. So atrophy was inevitable. But if I hadn't been morbidly obese when I got sick, I'm not sure things would have gotten as bad and the road back probably would have been at least slightly easier. I couldn't sit or stand or walk. I couldn't even roll from side to side in bed without help. And I don't mean that doing these things hurt or that doing it was hard. I, I do, actually. They were. But what I mean is that my body wouldn't do them anymore. I had so little muscle when I got sick that what little I had disappeared in the first few months that I was completely immobile and fighting for my life on a minute-to-minute -minute basis. If there'd been a hundred pounds less of me, it would have been easier to move. But since I didn't have much muscle, toned or not, moving my body was exhausting. If you faced a major illness, you already know how completely draining being that sick can be. And since I couldn't move myself, that meant that other people had to do it for me. And that was horribly painful and horribly humiliating. Uh, getting moved onto a gurney took at least four people and a hoist, just like the ones that they use at SeaWorld. And I needed that hoist to be moved into a chair, not just to be moved onto a gurney. And I often needed it just to be moved into a sitting position at the side of the bed to try and lift my feet. Even when I left the hospital, we were still counting my steps by the dozen. Doing five stairs took about five minutes, and I couldn't sit upright for more than 20 minutes at a time. And that was a massive and exhausting stretch for me. Like, I had to go lie down after I tried to sit for that long. It was over a year 
before I could do stairs without taking each step with both of my feet. It was more than six months before I could pull my body into a sitting position from lying down. Muscle matters. I mean, we could get super technical and talk about lean body mass and your EPOC, excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, how and why that's important to your overall health. But the main takeaway is that the more muscle your body has, the more calories you'll burn, whether you're exercising or not. I'm still willing to die on the hill that you don't need to exercise to lose weight. But we do need to talk about this because building muscle and not like bodybuilder, wrestler kind of muscle, but building even a small amount of muscle reduces your risk of injury. The stronger you are, the better. I'm still working on this every day. I don't regret not exercising when I lost my weight. I would have given up. I know it. I knew it then. The only way that I could motivate myself through 200 pounds was by controlling what I ate. Do I wish things had been different? Absolutely. But they weren't. Fitness has always been something that I was going to get to, like since I was 15. And then all of a sudden I was 37. My oldest had turned three that week. My little guy was 15 months old. I was 32 weeks pregnant with my third son. So he was two months away. Getting my fitness level up so that I could be the active and healthy mom that they needed so that they could be active and healthy kids was something that I thought about all the time. And then I got sick. And then it was too late. I know that this is awkward. It isn't something that I particularly like talking about all the time either, but it's true. And I have to tell my story so that people can see what it was like and that it can happen in an instant. I mean, aside from the fact that I weighed nearly 250 pounds, I was healthy. I didn't have diabetes, gestational or otherwise. I wasn't on any medication. I was being seen by midwives and my doctor throughout my pregnancy. Necrotizing pancreatitis didn't care. Didn't care at all. I spent five months in the hospital. And even though it's been more than five years since I got out, I'm still fighting to build back my strength. Coming back from nothing is hard. So build on whatever you have now. Movement really does matter because it happens in an instant. You always think you've got more time. You'll do it later. You'll do it someday, but you don't. And then it's too late. So forget about exercise. It's not necessary. The whole diet and exercise thing is a myth. Don't let it stand in your way. Think movement instead. Small amounts. Increased by small amounts. Pair it up with something you already like to do. Since every calorie counts, everyone you burn counts too. Even if it's only a handful, they still count. Keep trying, keep tracking, don't be intimidated, and don't give up. You've totally got this. Thank you for listening to Disrupting Obesity with Charlotte Skeynes. If you know it's time to take back control, lose the weight, and keep it off, Reach out to me privately with a direct message on Instagram that says ready so you can start disrupting obesity. 